0: Good morning, Anchor. This is Kaylee Shella checking in with today's top stories. In a letter obtained by the Associated Press, U.S. Customs and Border Protection is alleging that New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio and his security detail violated both Mexican and U.S. immigration laws by crossing the border on foot during a visit near El Paso, Texas. The mayor on Wednesday called the allegation, a, quote unquote, absolutely ridiculous de Blasio, a fierce critic of the Trump administration's immigration policies, went to the Texas border with about 20 other mayors from around the country on June 21st, the day after President Trump signed an order stopping family separations at the border. More than 2,300 families were separated as a result of the administration's zero-tolerance policy, which criminally prosecutes anyone caught crossing illegally. The mayors said Trump had failed to address a humanitarian crisis of his own making. de Blasio went to a holding facility for immigrant children, but was denied entry. He then went to Mexico to get a better view of the facility. The New York Police Department runs de Blasio's security detail. According to the letter, a uniformed Border Patrol agent noticed a group standing in the Rio Grande floodplain south of the Tornillo, Texas, port of entry, taking photos of the holding facility. The agent asked if anyone from Border Patrol or Public Affairs was there to authorize their presence. An NYPD inspector said no, according to the letter, and when the agent asked the group how they arrived, they pointed to Mexico. The agent told them they'd crossed the border illegally and asked them to remain there while he got a supervisor and took them to an official crossing for an inspection per federal law. But the group disregarded the order, walking back to their vehicles and driving back to Mexico. They re-entered their car through a report of entry about three hours later, the letter said. de Blasio said border agents approved the crossing after his security detail asked to venture into Mexico so the mayor and other elected officials could get a different view of the facility holding youths. De Blasio says the agents checked with their supervisor before allowing the officials' cars to exit and return via normal checkpoint. De Blasio said, quote, "...while we were there, we were told where the borderline was, and we respected it." He said both times they showed their passports and crossed with approval of agents at the entry point. De Blasio said, quote, "...threats by the Trump administration will not stop me from speaking out, and they won't stop my fellow mayors from speaking out, and they won't stop everyday New Yorkers and Americans from speaking out." He said it was an attempt to distract from the government's inhumane policy. A spokesman for the Border Protection had no comment. The federal government has reopened its investigation into the slaying of Emmett Till, the black teenager whose brutal killing in Mississippi shocked the world and helped inspire the civil rights movement more than 60 years ago. The Justice Department told Congress in a report in March that it's reinvestigating Till's slaying in Money, Mississippi in 1955 after receiving new information. The case was closed in 2007 with authorities saying the suspects were dead. A state grand jury didn't file any new charges. Deborah Watts, a cousin of Till's, said she was unaware the case had been reopened until contacted Wednesday by the Associated Press. The federal report, sent annually to lawmakers under a law that bears Till's name, does not indicate what the new information might be. But it was issued in late March after the publication last year of The Blood of Emmett Till, a book that says a key figure in the case acknowledged lying about events preceding the slaying of the 14-year-old youth from Chicago. A Mississippi prosecutor declined comment Thursday on whether federal authorities had given him new information since they reopened the probe. District Attorney Dwayne Richardson said, quote, It's probably always an open case until all the parties have passed away. The book by Timothy B. Tyson quotes a white woman, Carolyn Donham, is acknowledging during a 2008 interview that she wasn't truthful when she testified that Till grabbed her, whistled, and made sexual advances at a store in 1955. Two white men, Donham's then-husband Roy Bryant and his half-brother J.W. Millam, were charged with murder, but acquitted in the slaying of Till, who had been staying with relatives in northern Mississippi at the time. The men later confessed to the crime in a magazine interview, but weren't retried. Both are now dead. A twice-convicted killer who wants to die rather than spend his life in prison was about an hour from eating his final meal Wednesday when he found out a Nevada judge had indefinitely delayed his execution after a pharmaceutical company objected to the use of one of its drugs to put someone to death. Instead of carrying out what would have been the first execution in Nevada since 2006 and the first in the U.S. using an untried combination of three drugs, state officials must now reassess their options. Scott Raymond Dozier, who is 47, was put on suicide watch as a precaution while officials planned a psychological evaluation at the state prison in the remote northeastern city of Eli before he returns to death row. Dozier was also placed on suicide watch after his execution was postponed back in November. Dozier was with family members and two close friends when he found out the execution had been postponed, said his attorney Thomas Erickson. He wasn't shocked because he knew the drug company's last-minute lawsuit could derail things and there was no outburst or anger, Erickson said. They didn't immediately talk about their next steps. Dozier has attempted suicide in the past and has said repeatedly that he prefers execution to life behind bars. The Army veteran and former methamphetamine user and dealer told the Las Vegas Review-Journal recently, quote, life in prison isn't a life. Dozier was sentenced to death in 2007 for robbing, killing, and dismembering 22-year-old Jeremiah Miller at a Las Vegas motel in 2002. Miller had come to Nevada to buy ingredients, to make meth, His decapitated torso was found in a suitcase. In 2005, Dozier was sentenced to 22 years in prison for shooting to death another drug trade associate, whose body was found in 2002 in a shallow grave outside Phoenix. A witness testified Dozier used a sledgehammer to break the victim's limbs so the corpse would fit inside a plastic storage container. It could now be several months before his execution is scheduled again. Thanks for tuning in. See you tonight. Kaylee Chella, out.